0: There are lots of ways to improve at golf, but there is one stat that is more important than anything else. It's greens and regulation. It's hitting your irons better. It is the key to lowering your score. And there are different swing things you can do to help with it. And there are different strategies you can use to help you do it. So let's get into it in this Golf IQ pod. So there's no stat that correlates more closely with handicap than greens and regulation. It's like yeah. the single most important thing. The more greens and regulation you hit, the lower your scores and vice versa. Yeah. So when you're coming back from an off-season or you're really trying to round into form during a season, getting your irons in order is like hugely important.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think strokes gained, you know, irons is kind of key. That's how Tiger. I mean, that's Tiger Woods' whole career. Yeah, right?
0: it's like the yeah. separator from yeah. every level. You know, like hitting your irons well. So let's get into it. Let's figure out how to help ourselves hit irons better and everybody else out
1: there. Yeah, well, I mean, the first thing and the foundation of being a good iron player is um is solid contact. You know, uh, you know, you have to understand that you know h- hitting an iron shot, especially a short iron shot, is much different than hitting a driver. You're going to have a much more, you know, descending blow. That's why you take a divot and you don't take a divot with a driver. Um, but uh, y- if you're not hitting it off the center of the club face, you're not going to be able to get consistent landing yardages. Um, and so you know when you're practicing i want you to focus on that i don't want you to be trying to hit it as hard as you can i want you to be trying to hit it solid time after time gets consistent trajectory and consistent you know contact
0: yeah this is a really good point and there's actually a really good golf digest school series by michael Bree called facts of impact go check it out but really he talks about exactly this that the key to being a consistent iron player isn't about necessarily direction. I mean, of course, like the best players hit it straighter, but it's about consistency and contact that you're really trying to avoid those like, Hitting too far behind the ball, hitting too far in front of the ball, skulls, thins, chunks, like those are the disaster shots that are gonna cost you hitting a bunch of greens and hitting a bunch of scores. So really that's something that pros do so well is that they dial in the low point of their golf swing. They hit the ball consistently and being able to repeat that is something that should be pretty high on our priority list next time we go to the range too.
1: Yeah, and I I think we just really wanna remember what the point of an iron shot is you're you're trying to hit a green you're trying to hit a target um distance wise you know it's it's very different than a driver or a 3 would where you know if if you're going down a long fairway and you're hitting a driver as hard as you can yeah. and you go oh no I hit that 10 yards longer than I thought I would yeah. no, no one's going to care <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt you at all if you have a 7 iron into an island green and you hit it and you hit it good and you're like oh no I hit that 10 yards too long you're you're screwed yeah so Iron shots, power is not as important. It's all about consistency in strike and consistency in distance. Yeah, and um, like,
0: and that's why I wouldn't get hung up on direction too much with this stuff. Yeah, because to your point, like, if you hit a driver off the tee and you're like, ah, oh, damn, I hit that 10 yards right, that's not going to kill you. Yeah. But again, you hit an iron 10, 15, 20 yards to the right, like you're missing the green, you're chipping all of a sudden, it's a whole different thing. What matters is the contact.
1: That's right. That's right. So we, you know, one great way to kind of improve your contact in the off season is, you know, m- make sure that your head is not moving all over the place. Um, there's different trainings you can do. You can use mirrors. You can go ahead and uh, you can go ahead and take a video, but you want to make sure you're rotating around a stable center. There shouldn't be a lot of motion in any of your golf swing, honestly, but especially in your iron shots when you're not when you're not pushing it to 100 percent. It should be very, very rare when you're on the golf course, hitting a full out iron shot, it's, if you see it on the PGA tour, you see high level golfers, you know, it's very rare. They're flushing a seven iron full on, you know? Um, so don't, don't go into practicing your irons like that. Just be focusing on your trajectory, be focusing on your impact, be focusing on the stability of your golf swing.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think like, um, you know, it's a bit of a nerdy term, but when we talk about like sequencing, that's a really important one too, you know? And what we're talking about with there is that, you know, that you're not hanging back on your right side and flipping at it. You look at what the pros do, what a million coaches say, you've got to get your hips moving towards the target. You've got to get that weight on your sort of front foot by the time you're approaching impact. That's really important to helping the low point of your swing be slightly past the ball and hit the ball first in the ground.
1: Absolutely. And so kind of, you know, in the off season, getting ready, like sharpening up, like what can you do? That's an easy thought. And uh, not everyone has access to some sort of a simulator or some sort of a track man machine. Um, And if you don't, you don't. But if you are able in the Northeast, if you're able to get into a simulator room, spend an hour hitting some pitching wedges, hitting some nine irons, hitting some eight irons, and actually write down what your carriage carry yardages are, because I can't even tell you how many you know, how many amateurs, if you have a 12 handicap and you say, well, how far do you hit your seven iron? They say 175 yards. And you're like, cool, how far does it carry? And they have no idea. But what really matters when you have to carry the water or when you have to carry that bunker on the back right part of the green? Um, And so being aware going into the season, what your carry numbers are with these different irons is very valuable information that the pros have down to an insane level. And amateurs have almost no awareness of it.
0: Yeah, that, I think that is just such an important point. So it's like, look, like you all you should always be trying to focus on making solid contact. Yeah, that's but like norm. that's kind of your non that's your non starter thing you should always care about. Probably the best thing you can do for your game heading into a season is exactly what you just mentioned, right? Spending an hour on some kind of launch monitor situation. Obviously, there's a ton of affordable launch monitor options out there right now. Driving ranges, there's tons of them that are now equipped with things like top tracer technology, et cetera. But if you just spend an hour and go through every club in your bag, hit about five shots with each, you know, and like, sure, if you hit one top, throw that one out, but just try to get an average with each club that is the single best thing you can do for your game because it doesn't really matter how far you hit your irons. It matters that you know how far you hit your
1: irons. Absolutely. And this is something that you can't do, you know, obviously if it's cold outside, if it's the Northeast and it's and it's wintertime. But, you know, Dr. Mo, when I was getting ready for a Q-School one year, I just remember him just making sure that every single new course I went to, um, you know, I would laser how far the flag was. It was 172. And then I would hit one or two iron shots in, let's say with an eight iron. And he's like, go and pace off exactly where that ball lands. So if you don't have access to, you know, a track man or some sort of a you know, simulator, in the first couple rounds, you know, you can do that. It's a bit more of a pain of a way to do it. But if you're able to laser and you're like, it's 172 yards to that pin, remember that. You hit your shot, you hit your shot good. And then you say, okay, I'm gonna actually find where that ball landed, not where it ended up, where it landed, pace it off. And then just note to self, okay, my my eight iron carried 168. And then once you get a couple of those in your notes, then you really are understanding exactly how far this ball is flying. And it makes such a difference, the carry number, because that's the most valuable number when it comes to your iron.
0: Yeah, and it really doesn't matter how far you hit it. The the, the, trap that amateur golfers fall into so much is that they think they hit the ball further than they actually do. And that's why they end up missing greens short like 80% of the time. 80% of the time they miss a green, they end up missing it short. And it's sometimes because they struggle with solid contact, which is natural, but also because they're under-clubbing themselves. They hit a 7-iron 180 yards once during a dry dry day downwind in Scotland, and they think that that's their stock 7-iron when that's not the case. And you will hit more, no matter what your skill level, you'll hit more greens if you simply know that your 7-iron doesn't go 180, that it goes 140. Yeah, whatever.
1: exactly. And honestly, people, you know, an amateur will look at it and it'll be like a downhill hole and, you know, they'll hit a 7-iron and it will roll out 20 yards. And he's like, wow, I hit my 7-iron 180. It's like, no, you didn't. You hit your 7-iron 161 <laughs> and you got a, a really hard, firm bounce. And so understanding that makes it very valuable in the next hole when you have an uphill hole and you're gonna get no roll and you're you know 170 yards out and you're like, oh I can get there with my seven iron easily. No, you can't. Yeah. Um you're and so it's very valuable information and information that's that's not that hard to gain, whether you have access to a simulator or whether you're gonna kind of pace it off and do it the old fashioned way, getting those numbers it's worth it. It's going to be worth it all season to you.
0: Yeah. And so as far as like breaking down a few ways of actually doing it, I know we touched on it, but there are varying ways in which you can do it. Like probably the best way of doing it is going to a coach who has a, who has a track man or going yeah. to a range that has one hitting like 18 different golf balls and then averaging them all out. That's probably like right. the statistically best way of right. doing it. Right? And
1: then you nix the ones where you really miss hit it yeah, because yeah. I mean, you don't want to be You don't want to be, so it has to be at least a decent strike. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I flushed it every time. But if you do go ahead and like completely chunk it, don't throw that Obviously don't put that into the equation.
0: Exactly. And then, you know, but then there are ways you can do it more simply. So you can hit five golf balls. And again, you throw, if you hit five golf balls and you hit one kind of chunky, then you just average out the four or three. That will give you a good handle on your yardage. And if you don't have time to do that, you can do it the old fashioned way, which is literally just hitting one or two balls into a into a freaking field you know yeah. and then just stepping it off yeah, literally it off. any way you can measure like how far you hit your irons will improve your iron game in some way shape
1: or. yep and don't don't think you just want to do it with 90 yard shots you want to know how far that four iron is carrying because you know literally if you're 180 yards away and your four iron has to carry that water it's just as valuable so please don't just go to a wedge range make sure you actually gain information from pitching wedge all the way to four
0: all the way to four and this and just a one final quick shout out for like you know trying to dial in your wedges too is a pretty useful thing right oh yeah you hit a you hit a pitching wedge oh my pitching wedge goes 100 yards or whatever and then maybe you take a half swing goes 50 yards just you know any frame of reference you can give yourself yardage wise for the the club each club in your bag super important
1: no, absolutely. If you just do that, make sure that you have solid contact by having a slightly more stable swing and understanding that you have to have a descending blow with your irons. Um, that's key number one. And then once you get that solid contact, make sure you know the, the distances. And I think that's that's the main keys, huh?
0: Yep, and your game will be in much better shape because of that.